Hey, it's Craig. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Canadian History X early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Canadian History X. If you like, you can support the podcast for as little as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash CanadaEHX. You can also donate to the podcast by going to CanadaEHX.com and clicking donate, or you can go to buymeacupofcoffee slash CraigU. All of these links are also in my show notes. And for people who donate, I have various levels of benefits. For $5, you get a thank you at the start of the next episode of Canadian History X, Canada's Great War, and from John to Justin, and on social media. For $10, you get everything from the $5, plus this episode is sponsored by, with your name at the start. Also, I'll state it's sponsored by you on social media. For $20, everything from the $5 and $10, plus a second episode sponsored by you, and promotion of something you're working on. And for $50, everything from the $5, $10, and $20 plus, you get to choose a topic for me to cover on Canadian History X. If you like, you can email me at craig at canadaehx.com. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is Craig Baird, C-R-A-I-G-B-A-I-R-D. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok where I put up daily videos about Canada's history. Just go to my username, Bairdo37. And you can find weekly videos on Canada's history on my YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com slash c slash CanadianHistoryX. If you want to find transcripts of every episode I've ever done, you can go to my website, CanadaEHX.com. And there's over 700 posts on Canada's history there. You may not recognize his name, but Elijah Harper was one of the most important Indigenous leaders of the latter half of the 20th century. His impact was felt through his political and activist work, in which he always put the cause of the Indigenous first. Today, I'm looking at this fascinating man. Elijah Harper was born on March 3, 1949 at Red Sucker Lake Reserve in northern Manitoba, on a trap line by some accounts, the second of 13 children to Alan and Ethel Harper. He would be raised by his grandparents who would bring traditional spiritual teachings into his life. As a child, he was put into residential schools in Norway House, Brandon, and Bertle, all located in Manitoba. He would remain there for eight years until he came home. Later, he would attend secondary school in Garden Hill in Winnipeg. Harper would then attend the University of Manitoba and begin to work with Indigenous communities. While in university, he would help form an Indigenous association that forced the engineering students to apologize for a satirical newspaper that contained only images of intoxicated indigenous individuals. One winter night after organizing a similar indigenous organization at the University of Brandon, Harper and several others got caught in a snowstorm. While the others wanted to quit, Ovid McCready and Harper refused, and they took turns running in front of the headlights of the car so that the vehicle would stick to the pavement. Along the way, police and truckers told them to give up, but they continued, for 30 kilometers, eventually becoming the only vehicle to make it through. Harper would work as a community development worker, a supervisor for the Manitoba Indian Brotherhood, and a program analysis for the Manitoba Department of Northern Affairs. In 1978, Harper was elected the chief of the Red Sucker Lake Band, a position he would hold for four years. In 1981, he would make history when he won the Manitoba Riding of Rupert's Land, which today is the largest electoral district in Manitoba. Elected as a member of the New Democratic Party, he was the first treaty Indigenous person to be elected to the legislature in Manitoba. 
At his victory party on election night, a man tried to punch Harper in the face. During the debate over the Canadian Constitution in 1982, Harper and several other Indigenous leaders went to London to ask Queen Elizabeth II to make sure that the Indigenous were treated fairly in the Constitution. When the Queen signed the Constitution in 1982, Harper refused the invitation to attend. On April 17, 1986, Harper would be appointed to Cabinet as the Minister Without a Portfolio with his focus on Native Affairs. On February 4, 1987, he was named the Minister of Northern Affairs. Harper would be ousted from Cabinet on September 9, 1987 when he was involved in a car accident while under the influence of alcohol. He would plead guilty to refusing a breathalyzer, leaving the scene of an accident and driving while impaired. Fined $450 and losing his license for a year, Harper took full responsibility for the incident and entered into an alcohol rehabilitation program. He would stop drinking for the rest of his life and he would voluntarily not drive again for five years. Harper would say, quote, I made a mistake. I've asked the Premier to relieve me of my ministerial responsibilities pending the outcome of these charges. End quote. He would add, quote, I'm a fighter. I've always fought, and I'll be up there fighting for my people. End quote. On November 23, 1987, he was reappointed as the Minister Responsible for Native Affairs. In June 1990, Harper would see his profile reach nationwide when the Meech Lake Accord was being negotiated in order to gain the acceptance of Quebec for the Constitution Act of 1982. Under the rules of the Manitoba Legislature, there had to be unanimous consent to a motion for an emergency debate that would bring the Accord up for a vote. Harper was unhappy that the Accord had been negotiated in 1987 without any consultation with the Indigenous of Canada. He would say, quote, Well, I was opposed to the Meech Lake Accord because we weren't including in the Constitution. We were to recognize Quebec as a distinct society, whereas we as Aboriginal people were completely left out. We were the first peoples here, first nations of Canada. We were the ones that made treaties with the settlers that came from Europe. These settler people and their governments didn't recognize us as a nation, as a government, and that is why we oppose the Meech Lake Accord." End quote. Good evening. It was supposed to be a routine procedure, but it didn't turn out that way. And tonight, the Manitoba Legislature's debate on the Meech Lake Accord is no debate at all. The debate needed the unanimous consent of all MLAs in the legislature to get started, but one member said no. He's Elijah Harper, a Cree Indian. He's angry that the deal struck last week in Ottawa puts off Aboriginal issues for a future round of constitutional talks. More from Winnipeg with Sasha Petrosik. While the legislators gathered inside, the anger was building outside. We're again being denied access and, and, and to witness what's going on. We have, we have our process. This is a public building. Hundreds of natives determined not to be left out of the Meech Lake debate any longer, even if it meant breaking through security lines. It's a public building. We are entitled to this building. Because you're not... As they filed into the public gallery, their message to politicians was clear. Well, no to Meech Lake. What was supposed to be a speedy start to the Meech Lake process here came to a sudden halt. Uh, respecting the Constitution Amendment. Premier Act. Gary Philman asked MLAs to waive a rule requiring the two days' notice before debate leave? could begin. Leave? No leave? This was Philman's reaction as one MLA said no, despite the fact the Premier had been warned that might happen. It was Elijah Harper, the only native member of the Manitoba legislature, and for the protesters, a voice. 
It is not easy for me to make this decision. But who's going to speak for us? Many natives see Meech Lake as an insult. They weren't involved in its drafting. Their concerns were left for future negotiations. We have suffered. We have not benefited. Is that the price that we are looking for in order to be part of this country? But for Philman, Harper's move was undemocratic. What it really means is that uh, Mr. Harper has denied people the opportunity to speak on this. Uh, he will uh, make it uh, a more compressed time frame. Philman will try to get unanimous approval again tomorrow morning. But unless Harper changes his mind, province-wide public hearings will be delayed at least until Thursday, leaving Manitobans only nine days to evaluate Meech Lake and to decide whether to support it. Sasha Petrosek, CBC News, Winnipeg. With only 12 days left before the accord could be ratified, Harper stood up in the legislature holding an eagle feather and began a filibuster that delayed the process for calling up the accord. The feather was important to Harper, who kept it at his desk during the day within the Bible at night. Saul, the brother of Harper, stated that he had been told to walk into a clearing near Red Sucker Lake, and when he did, he found the eagle feather in the middle of the clearing. He would give this to his younger brother, Daryl, who would give it to Harper. During the Meech Lake Accord debate, a group of indigenous would go back to the clearing and ask for strength for Harper to continue his fight. Chief John Harper, the cousin of Harper, looked up in the sky and saw an eagle circling. Racist and patronizing comments would be made about Harper, stating he was actually being influenced by white anti-Meech Lake lawyers. The Prime Minister's office came out to speak with Harper, but he told them he was not there to make a deal, but to listen out of politeness. Harper said this was not a grandstand for better pay, but a stand for morality. Mr. Harper, can you give us a, an idea of, of what you don't like about, uh, about this latest deal? What, what is it about the deal you don't like? Well, uh, the problem is that uh, we as uh, Aboriginal people have not, been, have not been dealt fairly, and also the governments have not dealt with the Aboriginal issues uh, the way that uh, we would like them to have. I think we've always been dealt with you know, as second-class citizens, and also the Aboriginal issues are, are not a priority for uh, for the uh, first ministers I and mean, governments across this country. What could the first ministers have said, Mr. Harper, that would have made you, uh, you know, agree with this latest set of amendments they've come up with? What could they have said? Well, one of the things that we would like to see is a recognition of the Aboriginal people as uh, part of this country, I mean, as founders of this country. We were not even recognized as founders in this country. Only the French and the English are recognized. And yet, uh, you know, when we were welcomed people, you know, uh, through the St. Lawrence River, through the, you know, in the west and through the Hudson Bay, we've uh, welcomed all people. but. We haven't been recognized for the positive developments that we've made in this country. And yet the Aboriginal people have made the greatest sacrifice of all people across this country, you know, in terms of giving the land and resources, and yet there is no recognition. And, and constitutionally speaking, beyond this recognition, what, what else do you need? Well, I mean, in recognizing that we need to talk about self-government, I think through the exercise of uh, signing treaties, uh, Governments at that time recognized that, you know, that we, we had the 
our own form of uh, system of government, although it's now, it wasn't well as uh, detailed and structured the way the democratic governments are, but uh, we did sign treaties with, uh, with, uh, with the governments, and uh, governments have not lived up to the, up to the uh, treaties and promises. The federal government, including Senator Lowell Murray, a chief advisor for Mulroney, would meet with national indigenous leaders and try to persuade them to not support Harper in his delay tactics. The indigenous leaders said they would continue to support him unless the government made new concessions. George Erasmus would say, quote, Read my lips and look into my eyes. Aboriginal people are not going to accept exclusion from the Meech Lake Accord. It is going to die. End quote. Outside the legislature, people were selling t-shirts that said, Elijah Harper for Prime Minister, among thousands of Indigenous who had come to the legislature from across Canada to support Harper. Chief Gary Potts of Bear Island in Ontario would say, quote, Elijah Harper is my hero, end quote. Chief Tom Persett of the Stony Point Band near Sarnia would say, quote, Elijah Harper should be recognized among our people as a hero, end quote. At the Eternal Flame on Parliament Hill, 75 people walked carrying signs in support of Harper. In Toronto, 100 Indigenous marched wearing I Support Elijah Harper shirts at the Ontario Legislature. In Edmonton, 150 members of the Indian Association of Alberta showed up at the Legislature. It was there that the Indigenous gathered booed Alberta Premier Don Getty over his support of the Meech Lake Accord. For Harper, he often couldn't meet with the people who were cheering him on as he was typically taken to a room and told to rest. He would say, quote, I kept being put in a room and told to take it easy. I just want to feel to be with the people, end quote. As a result of the efforts of Harper, there was not enough time to finish the vote before the deadline was reached. In response to this, Clyde Wells, the Premier of Newfoundland, cancelled the proposed vote on the accord in the Newfoundland Assembly. Meech Lake then failed to pass and the Constitution was not amended. Harper would later say, quote, I stalled and killed it because I didn't think it offered anything to Aboriginal people. End quote. He would later add with an interview with McLean's quote, I felt if I did not stop this process, I would regret it for the rest of my life. End quote. George Erasmus, the national chief of the Assembly of First Nations, said of Harper's actions quote, Elijah had always intended to vote against the accord and show his support for Native people, but he never expected to get the chance. End quote. Bill Fontaine, a friend of Harper's and the leader of the Assembly of Manitoba Chiefs, stated, quote, Harper represents the collective will of the Indian people of Manitoba and Canada and their pain and disappointment over the dishonorable treatment they've received from this nation, end quote. He would add in another interview, quote, We have our own hero in Elijah Harper, someone we can look to as having stood up for our rights, end quote. For his actions, Harper was awarded the Stanley Knowles Humanitarian Award, and the Canadian press named him the Newsmaker of the Year. Harper would save the honour, quote, That should be given not only to me, but to other Aboriginal people. We have tremendous Aboriginal leadership across the country. It does injustice to the recognition that they don't get it. If it wasn't for them, it might not have been possible for me to be where I am today, end quote. The Red Sucker Lake First Nation would make him an honorary chief, and he received a commemorative medal from the Governor-General. As for that eagle feather, he would give it to the son born to his old friend Gordon McIntosh, a lawyer and clerk in the legislature. That son was born during the debate and given the name Elijah. 
On November 30, 1992, Harper resigned from the Manitoba legislature to run in the 1993 federal election as a new Democrat in the writing of Churchill. Harper would state, quote, I don't know whether to be happy or sad. When the time comes, if the Great Spirit is willing for me to run that forum, I will do so, end quote. The NDP would refuse this as Rod Murphy, the incumbent in the writing, would not step down in favor of Harper. Harper then fielded offers from several parties, but he would join the Liberals feeling that changing his party affiliation did not change his politics. That being said, many of his former allies felt the decision was misguided, and within the Liberal Party, many Quebec Liberals did not want to be associated with Harper because of his role in bringing down the Meech Lake Accord. Mulroney would state that Harper and Deborah Coyne, who also opposed Meech Lake, should both run in the election, stating, quote, They would have the whole family together. Then maybe they could explain that one in Quebec and elsewhere. I look forward to it. End quote. The progressive conservatives, in order to hurt the liberals within Quebec, would push the message that Harper had killed the Meech Lake Accord. Liberal MP Brian Tobin would say, quote, This is the Prime Minister practicing what he thinks is a politically acceptable form of racism. End quote. Some local liberals in the Churchill riding also had issues with Harper running. Buddy Kane, an executive member of the Riding Association, said, quote, He now appears to be shopping for a situation to further his own political career. End quote. The association sent a letter to David Walker, the Liberal MP for Winnipeg North Centre, stating, quote, Members of the Churchill constituency are extremely sensitive to any attempt or appearance of foisting a candidate on us by party power brokers. End quote. Liberal leader Jean Chrétien would say of Harper running in the Churchill riding, quote, Elijah Harper is a citizen of his riding in Churchill, and it is a riding where two-thirds of the people are Native. He's been a champion of Native causes, and he has fought for his own people. If he wins square and fair, he's a very honorable man who's been an MLA and who believes in Indian rights like I do. Should I deny him because he used his powers to fight for the cause of Natives? I don't think it's a valid argument. It would have been discrimination if I had said no to him." In the end, Harper would defeat Murphy in the riding and would be elected to the House of Commons. In the election, he picked up 9,658 votes over Murphy for 40.7% of the vote. Murphy had served in the riding since 1979. Harper would become a member of the Parliamentary Standing Committee on Aboriginal Affairs. In 1994, he came down with an illness that doctors and Indigenous leaders were at a loss to explain, but thankfully would recover from it. In 1996, he was presented with the National Aboriginal Achievement Award. Harper would serve in Parliament until 1997 when he was defeated by his NDP opponent, finishing second with 6,852 votes and 29% of the vote. In 1999, Harper would become the Commissioner of the Indian Claims Commission and for the rest of his life was often asked to speak throughout the country. On May 17, 2013, Harper died of heart failure due to the complications from diabetes in Ottawa. Two decades ago, he stood alone, a solitary voice of dissent that brought down the Meech Lake Constitutional Accord. That voice was silenced today. Elijah Harper has died at the age of 64. The CBC's Cameron McIntosh has this look back at an iconic Aboriginal leader. That we Aboriginal people... He stood for inclusion and played a defining role in Canadian history. Today, Elijah Harper is being remembered as a defender of Aboriginal interests and human rights. Elijah is one of our great leaders of our time and uh, a man of uh, strength and conviction. 
and uh, one of our heroes. Harper first came to prominence in the 80s when he became an NDP MLA and cabinet minister in Manitoba. Elijah Harper, Minister Without Portfolio Response. The first Aboriginal to take a seat in the Manitoba legislature. In 1990, his actions would be felt nationwide. Meech Lake, Brian Mulroney's self-described roll of the dice to get Quebec's signature on the Constitution required ratification by all the provinces. In Manitoba, it needed the unanimous consent of all MLAs. We had the eyes of Canada on us. Speaker, Premier Gary Philman could only watch as Harper, clutching an eagle feather, refused to support it. Is the will of the House to sit beyond 1230? No, no, there is no leave. Killing the deal over a lack of consultation with Aboriginal people. I believe it's about time that you allow the Aboriginal people to be heard. Philman calls it one of the most significant political acts in Manitoba history. He'll be remembered for having brought Aboriginal issues to a much higher profile and to a much more important status in Canada. That eagle feather image empowered and remains iconic to an entire generation of Aboriginal Canadians. Well, without Elijah Harper, there's no idol no more um, because he is the forerunner to that movement. He had a huge impact, not only on myself, but all leaders, young leaders of today. Harper also served one term as a federal Liberal MP. After losing his seat in 1997, he stayed out of the limelight, but remained influential in the Aboriginal community, winning many awards for his advocacy. His family says he died of cardiac failure due to complications from diabetes. Elijah Harper was 64 years old. Cameron McIntosh, CBC News, Winnipeg. His family would say in a statement, quote, Elijah was a wonderful man, father and partner. He was a true leader and visionary in every sense of the word. He will have a place in Canadian history forever for his devotion to public service and uniting his fellow First Nations with pride, determination, and resolve. End quote. Three days later, his open casket was draped in the Manitoba flag so that he could lay in state in the Manitoba legislature holding an eagle feather. Hundreds of people would pay their respects. Derek Nemanak, the Grand Chief of the Assembly of Manitoba Chiefs, said, after seeing Harper in the casket, quote, He gave us all inspiration to know that it is okay to say no sometimes. I think the legacy that he left will continue to inspire us and keep us on a good path. End quote. Oh, he was a, a tremendous father. A great person. And I was very lucky to be his daughter. That creator picked me to be his daughter. He's one of the first Aboriginal people to speak up for our rights, to be recognized. A lot of people during the Meech Lake Accord had told him that this is the first time I could walk down the street holding my head up high. And it's because of him that happens. Well, I think the, uh, the hundreds of people that have walked through from all kinds of different societies and different cultures of Canadians represent a lifetime of work of a great man, Elijah Harper. His, his humility and his great respect for, for human beings and, and, and the Canadian experience in general allowed him to uh, connect with so many different people. I think that the lessons that, uh, that we need to learn, you know, we, the biggest one is that once in a while it's okay for Indigenous people to say no. You know, no matter how difficult and how unpopular a decision might be with respect to such profound uh, processes such as constitutional reform, uh, paving the way for future generations of, of our people. 
really wanted to come out today and, and bring my family, my granddaughter and my daughter, to uh, pay our respects to someone who was so important to um, a decision that changed everything for Indians in Canada. My father was a man of patience and humility, and I think his advice to the youth would be think before you act and to remain calm and remain patient and understand the whole system of politics and how things are operated and how because things are not done overnight it takes many years to do things and he understood this Sean Atlio the National Chief of the Assembly of First Nations stated, quote, He stood firmly in his identity, in his roots. Those of us that are younger, we continue to stand in the shadow of great moments like that. Our work continues, end quote. Harbour is buried at the Red Sucker Lake First Nation. I hope you enjoyed that episode of my look at Elijah Harbour. If you did, please leave a rating and review. Next week, we're looking at the Welland Canal. If you like, you can email me at craig at canadaehx.com. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is Craig Baird, C-R-A-I-G-B-A-I-R-D, and I'm on Instagram at Bairdo37. As well, again, if you want to support the podcast, you can for as little as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash canadaehx. And you can donate to the podcast by going to canadaehx.com and clicking donate. I'd also like to thank all of my wonderful patrons, and I apologize if I get any names incorrect. Wendy Mills, Keelan Pregnitz, Michael Matthews, Joanna Parker, Jeff Dahl, Vobs, Robert Page, Richard D., Colin Johnson, Jeff Hershey, Kyle Murray, Steve Pakin, Matthew Gartho, Lionel Romaine, Dr. Bob Turner, an anonymous patron that I truly do appreciate, Randy Hayden, Doug Campbell, Reg W., Deborah Carlson, Francis Helbling, Nick Zinri, Shannon Marshall, Clinton Martinez, Dimitri Shove, Aaron O'Hara Myers, Robert Dunseith, Todd Casey, Catherine Rawa, Luke S., J.P. Bear, Jason Hall, Phil Maynard, and Iris Gray. Information from Canadian Encyclopedia, McLean, Sioux Star, Winnipeg Sun, Wikipedia, Ottawa Citizen, Vancouver Province, Fort McMurray Today, Edmonton Journal, Regina Leader Post, Vancouver Sun, Montreal Gazette, Owen Sound, Sun Times, and the Windsor Star. Thanks. And we'll see you again next time.